Hello and welcome to the Analysis Mason podcast. My name is Tom Rebeck and I'm here with Michelle McKenzie to discuss IoT. So Michelle recently conducted a survey of businesses about how they're using IoT and we'll put links um, to the report and to the, to the article based on this survey in the in the show notes. So Michelle, thanks for joining us today. Um, before we get to the results of the survey and what they tell us, can you just give us an outline of the survey itself? So we conducted a survey of 200 enterprises. Uh, we conducted the survey earlier this year in, in February and March, and the survey was sponsored by Sierra Wireless. Um, now we focused on enterprises with more than 250 employees, and the survey was conducted across six high income countries, so including UK, USA, Germany, and so on. Um, and it included organizations across a range of sectors, manufacturing, transport, warehousing and logistics, utilities, so some of the sectors that have, have been early adopters of IoT. And importantly, all of the enterprises that we surveyed either had a fully operational IoT deployment or they were in the process of deploying IoT or they were in the planning phase for IoT. Yeah, and I think that's an important point to make. It wasn't just a random selection of companies, but it's ones who are either have IoT already or are seriously considering it. So they've always already done some of the planning for it. They've talked to suppliers and so on. So they've got some sense of the IoT landscape. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, first of all, you asked about the key challenges facing businesses when they're developing IoT solutions. What were the responses to that question? Um, and what do you think the broader implications of the results are? Yeah, so and I don't think this will really come as um, a surprise to any anybody, but the secure, security was the most commonly cited challenge, um, and and in we saw that you know as ranked first, second, or third by um, almost three quarters um, of of respondents. And uh, that was followed by um, the challenge of integrating hardware, software and connectivity. Um, so, so that came in second. Uh, and again, we didn't really see that as surprising because the, the lack of compatibility between hardware, software, connectivity has often resulted in, in delays to IoT projects and, and has incurred additional costs as well. Um, and I, th I think um, the key implication here for service providers is that they need a very robust approach, of course, to addressing IoT security. Uh, they need to make sure that it's a key consideration at the start of the IoT project and work closely with the enterprise to um, overcome that challenge. Enterprises are looking for a trusted uh, partner in that respect. And then similarly, with regard to, to the challenge of uh, integrating hardware, connectivity and software, service providers um, need um, you know, a very good approach, a sound approach to that. Um, and, and I think interestingly, that challenge was also reflected in some of the respondents' answers to a question about why they'd chosen their current uh, connectivity solution. Uh, and they said that it was because the solution provider, uh, the service provider, sold connectivity as a bundle with hardware mm. and software. Yeah, I mean, that second point, it's interesting. It sort of tells us that it's still still far too complicated for businesses to create IoT solutions. They still need help bringing all the different components together. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, you also asked specifically about connectivity and how the businesses were selecting a connectivity partner. So again, can you just talk about the results there and, and, and what they tell us more broadly? Yeah, so we asked about a, a range of um, um, different uh, criteria, if you like, for choosing a, a connectivity partner. And over 50% of the respondents reported that the ability of the provider to help them navigate network options and future-proof their IoT investment was uh, most important. So what we see here is that connectivity providers have not always um, given their IoT customers sufficient notice of planned network closures, for example. So when 2G, 2G and 3G networks have been decommissioned, enterprises um, have not always been made aware with sufficient time. Um, and, and of course, this has a detrimental impact on the business case for IoT devices that, that are often in the field for five years or more. And then enterprises also need support for um, if they if they're deploying more than one IoT application. Each application may have different connectivity requirements or attributes. So enterprises really do need support in navigating those different network options. Um, and again, we saw in the survey that over a third of respondents deploy two types of connectivity or more. Uh, we also asked about some of the sort of um, technical um, considerations as well. So um, respondents cited that, you know, a, a service provider's ability to demonstrate robust security and privacy policies was also a very important factor. So as discussed previously, security is still the primary challenge for IoT adoption. So it's unsurprising that that was also ranked very important when choosing um, a connectivity provider. And I think one of the key things here is that inevitably pricing is important, but also factors such as um, ability to help enterprises navigate the network options, uh, dedication to IoT, and ease of doing business with um, service providers. These were all factors that were ranked similarly to price. Mm. Um, so I think that's an important finding. Enterprises need trusted advisors that they can work with to, to deliver some of these sort of complex IoT solutions. Yeah, I think the point about price is really interesting. When you ask the same sort of question to small businesses about who they want for a mobile provider, so not IoT, just standard smartphone connectivity price is always the most most important thing and it become it, it comes out well ahead of all the other factors now we don't see that with iot it, price is obviously important but it's quite a long way down um and it's similar similarly ranked to lots of other things i, I think this also just kind of talks to the complexity of the iot solutions like you say they need a trusted advisor it's not a commodity product that they can buy from anybody exactly and the solutions are going to be in place for you know uh, yeah. as i said five years or more yeah, it's not like a standard smartphone contract that lasts two years and then you switch out. These are things are going to be in field for yeah, a long time. Um, you also asked in the survey about public cloud um, and IoT and the use of the various different public cloud uh, providers. What were, the, what were the results there? Yeah, and again, another really interesting finding um, because we're seeing a, a lot of um, companies um, that are migrating to public cloud or have already 
migrated to public cloud and using public cloud providers for their IoT solutions. So it was 80% of companies are um, from our survey are using public cloud for IoT. Mm. Um, and I think this is a, a far higher share um, than you see for other IT solutions. Yeah, and I guess that reflects that most of these IoT solutions are relatively new. There's not much legacy there, so they're, they're new solutions. So typically, yes. they're going to go straight to the cloud. Straight to the cloud, exactly. Um, and, and on top of that, we saw you know 41% of enterprises using a combination of their internal servers and data centers, as well as um, mm. public cloud. Um, and and we saw that uh, Microsoft Azure was um, the, the most um, popular, if you like, um, public cloud provider used for IoT. Yeah, presumably followed by AEWS and then Google. Yes, correct. Yeah, in that order. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then just just finally, we also ask about the overall satisfaction with with IoT. So, uh, businesses achieving their aims with IoT. Yeah, definitely. That came out very clearly. So 80% of enterprises indicated that they are either satisfied or extremely satisfied with their IoT solution. So that definitely suggests that IoT is delivering on the enterprise's objectives for deploying IoT. Uh, some of those objectives included, you know, automating processes to reduce costs and generating new revenue streams. Uh, so 80% is very positive indeed. Mm. Yeah, so despite all the complexity, all of the cost, all the security concerns and so on, they're still getting what they wanted out of it. Yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay, great. Well, thank you very much, Michelle. Um, there's plenty more on IoT on their website, on our website, so, so please go there and we'll include some, some links to other other research that we've done uh, related to this topic. If you'd like to automatically receive future episodes, please subscribe to the Analysis Mason podcast. We also welcome your comments, your feedback, your reviews. Thank you for listening.